Welcome to Ego Radio. We sit down with brilliant artists in fashion, film, and music, and our mission is to help you get in the minds of creatives and entrepreneurs who are breaking ground. It's easy to make a hit, but it's hard to build a career. How do you stay fresh and curious with your art, work, and life? That's what we're here to find out. And this week, you will be tuning into a conversation with Liam Wilkins, the designer and founder of Mailroom, a Toronto-based jewelry brand that's been worn by Billie Eilish and featured in Calvin Klein ads. He also co-founded Rolling Runway, a fashion show that takes place on a moving streetcar. Needless to say, we had a really interesting conversation. My name is Ethan, I'll be one of your hosts this episode. I'm a filmmaker and photographer, and I'm joined by Yasin, a very talented photographer in his own right. Let's get into it. It's that mix of like understanding what's going on right now in like terms of like culture in the world. Yeah, yeah. And like then like picking up what resonates with what what genuinely like resonates with you. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah, and like yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Like I see a lot of trends and things that like I fuck with that are like going on right now in like the world in terms of fashion and jewelry and all this shit. And like there's a lot of things that I see that I like that I know I could replicate and but like I do it in my own sort of style and like add my own like touch on it to make it more like personal, I guess maybe, or just like make it to more of like my liking. Yeah. Like I'll see a chain with like a pendant on it that I don't like the pendant, but like I like the chain idea. So maybe I'll flip the pendant, put something else on or something. Like yeah. I don't want to just like completely just like grab something that's trending like just make the exact replication yeah. of like you're not h&m whatever. yeah exactly <laughs> there's so many people though that hit me up like and they'll send me images of like an influencer or just like this person or this brand that's like yeah. made jewelry oh my god vitaly is the funniest one everyone always sends me vitaly jewelry and they're like yeah. can you make this but like 30 dollars cheaper <laughs> and i'm like well i have something similar but yeah, yeah. like like you have your own you have your mailroom version of yeah it. yeah exactly that and like, vitaly is a crazy brand in its own right too like, they're dope the sh- the shit i have that no shade against them they're yeah dope. Their, their origin story is like wild as well yeah it's, everyone, like, it's very similar to yours where i i, I remember I, I walked into their store one day I spent like a good hour talking to one of the sales associates yeah, yeah. and he was just kind of telling me the story of like how Vitaly came to be and it was like, it's very similar to what you were mentioning where it's like, he, I think he went to like Bali or Indonesia, so like something like that yeah, and yeah. he saw this like design and he fucked with it so he made it into a bracelet or a necklace or some, something like that. Yeah. And then like a bunch of friends just started asking him like, yo, where can I get that? Like, mm-hmm. Where like, where's like, what's up with this? He's like, I made it. And then that's just kind of how it started. Was it, was it a similar story with you where it was yeah, like- Yeah, it was kind of, to be honest, like, this was right when like pan- like mailroom started. Um, before it was called mailroom, it was just me making jewelry and fucking around. Yeah, Liam's um, room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the whole thing of it. If you do you get that? Like mail backwards is, is Liam. Is Liam? Oh Whoa. shit! I did not. I yeah. did not. <laughs> so like that's the whole. I did not get that's that. That's the whole reason that name exists. That name came. That's yeah, funny. That's, that's funny. That's, that's, Love that's that. how it now we know exists. now we know so my instagrams liam got mail because yeah. uh, <laughs> it's just my name no, backwards plug, plug. yeah yeah um yeah the yeah origin let's talk of, on the origins yeah, of the, the way what were you going through before you um started doing the started doing what you were doing with fashion yeah and what kind of led into um doing creating clothes yeah creating um, stuff. well i was managing a store on queen street literally right around here that was like a it was just like a men's clothing boutique um and my boy was like the one that opened it up and so i just like got on board and started running it um and that was like my full-time job but this was just when i moved downtown like this was like so is this like post this is right after university yeah yeah, yeah. i was i after university i moved back to my parents because i like moved out for college and i moved back to my parents for like 
barely six months and I was like, fuck, I need my freedom. Yeah. And like linked up with my current roommate, Lex, who I met like that same year. And like within a couple months, we just decided to move in together after knowing each other, which was crazy, but we're still roommates. So I guess it's blessed. <laughs> so I worked out. Yeah, I guess it's blessed. <laughs> Solid um, team. But I like... Thought I had enough money moving downtown, being like, yeah, I'll have like, I'll be good for rent, and then like, I'll just work my ass off, be good. But bro, I don't know, fucking <laughs> moving downtown, some next, and you just don't accept to spend money so quickly. Yeah. And yeah. so I literally just was realizing that I needed a second income, and this was like I said when pan chains were like coming about. Um, so I decided to like go to one of the shops nearby where my work was that sells like chains and hardware and stuff and try to like make my own pant chain and I did. So you like you went into a hardware store just picked up like Yeah, I just picked yeah. up some shit. I yeah. just like looked at some stuff and I was like I feel like that with that that and then I just asked them a bunch of questions like how do yeah. I like break like links on a chain? Can I like attach it to like this and how do I like I basically just asked them how to make it. Yeah. Except yeah. like with like what hardware I need and then I just assembled it and then rocked it and a bunch of people were like yo i like that pan chain because this was like right on cue of when it was trending in it's Toronto. like a fresh version of yeah Lego. yeah and everyone's like i've been looking for a pan chain like that where do you get that and bro i used to sell them for like the same price i bought them i didn't even realize like i was just being generous and i yeah. didn't really know the market or my value of my products yet so i was just like buying the chain and then selling them for like the same price mm -hmm. almost yeah. like i made like a dollar or some shit yeah. like it was like barely because it wasn't at that point it wasn't even really about the business it, wasn't it was even just about, about like i didn't see it as a business sharing the opportunity yeah, yeah i literally just people were just like yo i want a chain like yours and it was just like, it was just like <laughs> instant gratification to be able to make something and give it to somebody because they, yeah. they like what i created right yeah it was very organic yeah that's what you're saying exactly and then it just came about to like I just realized that like why don't I try to make a business out of this at least because mm -hmm. this was at a point where I was spending money quickly especially living downtown paying rent and shit that I was like fuck I need to like actually make money so then I just tried like hustling it and just like pushing a bit more and I remember I'd walk around like downtown like I'd go to work and but I'd be right on Queen Street and my tote bag that I would like take to work would just be loaded with like a bunch of pant chains I made like belts back in the day too just like yeah. random simple belts but I had a bunch of belts like a few like bracelets like it was just like a pop-up shop in my bag <laughs> where people would just like come by to the store and be like do you have like that pant chain because like somebody told me to come get it off you yeah it was yeah, so funny yeah. bro it was like the weirdest hustle but it was strictly like pant chains for the most part and then I like up the price of it and like now I know my shit. Like now I like import stuff where I find like I know I have like a lot of connectors within like the outer regions suppliers in of Toronto. Yeah, yeah. Like the GTA where I can like get supplies in for like way cheaper than buying from a store right at Queen and Spadina. Like you yeah, know what I mean? yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's been a process for the last. That's probably been like two years yeah. since it's all began. So. And it started with um, chains and bracelets and belts. Yeah. And then when did you start upgrading to like? Um, pants and clothes and I don't do a whole lot of pants and clothes to be honest it's mainly my roommate Lex um we just work collaboratively all the time mm -hmm. um so any like sort of like garment that you see with my name on it is mainly him that like I've added my like last minute creative touch or my input so that we can like finalize the piece together and then we just showcase it like together as it's well at the same got time it, it's a team thing it. so but he's he's mainly the brains when it starts when it comes to like initiating the idea for like a garment and like actually putting it into production mm -hmm. i'm like the second hand that comes in and i'm like i don't like that what if we did this like i just give my two cents and then like finalize it yeah, yeah, yeah. working but. with people is very interesting it's 
sometimes you're blessed by having like an amazing partner that yeah. you guys are just on the same wave yeah. and other times it's like hell it's no. so difficult yeah, yeah. have you depends. had a, um prior experience with working with other people creatively like aside from lex um, um not to like i wouldn't say to like this the extent of what you're the doing extent of what me and him are doing yeah yeah because like he has his own brand elephant t i have my yeah. own brand mailroom so he doesn't really even get involved in what i do and i don't really get involved on in what he does except for when we're like actually like focused on working mm-hmm. together but like he doesn't come over to like my like my workstation it's like yo i think it'd be better if you made that chain with this like he doesn't usually do that he mm-hmm. just like he just does his own thing and i kind of do my own thing for the most part um beautiful coexistent yeah yeah and i'm honestly lucky to have somebody like him that i can like work so creatively with Mm -hmm. and also live with that i'm not like butting heads with all the time yeah yeah it's kind of it's it's sometimes an issue mixing like your work or your creative with like just living like just like a homie yeah somebody you're like super comfortable with like that i can see that being it adds another level to it it does but like i don't know me and him we just fucking work for the most part we occasionally fight but it's just jokes it's not actually fights yeah we're just like like, yo, fuck you. And he's like, ah, you too. Ah. And then, we're like, then we dab each other up. And then yeah. we, yeah, it's great. <laughs> and get back to work. And then we're good, yeah. yeah. Like, it's not actually, yeah. like, an issue. Mm-hmm. But no, I have had, um, like, I would say some issues working creatively with other people. But it's more of not even, like, working creatively. It's just more of, like, working, like, as, like, a team to get, like, yeah. a project done working or Working as one body. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Especially with fashion, because... There's a lot of moving parts in fashion, whether it's designing, even when it comes to runway, um, not just the models, but um, the whole behind the scenes with mm. directing the entire project together. Yeah. Like take, for example, what you did with Rolling, uh, Rolling Runway back like last year. Also, yo, Rolling Runway, that was so sick, bro. Thank you. That was such an incredible idea. <laughs> Thank you. I can't even take all the credit for that. Yeah. I have a team of six and we're working yeah. together again this year. To like how happen. was that working together with a team of six? How, how was... That, that was experience. honestly not like there was a one or two issue with mm-hmm. like that that naturally comes up yeah yeah, yeah especially when you're working with a bigger group yeah. there tends to be like one person that has a conflict with one person like yeah. not everybody's gonna always get along yeah like maybe you're lucky like for mm-hmm. the most part there's gonna be just like some sort of issue here or there um that's natural with working yeah yeah, yeah. so it's just that's like kind of what it was last year too it was like that was also us figuring it out because we have yeah no idea what the fuck we were getting into like we just like it was like it was an idea it was literally like a light bulb and our boy like Quasi, he's the one that like pitched the idea to us what's wrong don't bark at me <laughs> um he's the one that pitched the idea to us like he was the one that came up with like just like a tr- like uh like a runway on like some sort of transit or transportation yeah, yeah and then like from there we like decided the streetcar and then from there we like built it <coughs> Don't bark at me. We um, <laughs> Liam's we just, dog is in the studio. Yeah, today. my dog's here. What up? Um, hey, Maya. <laughs> she's just chilling though. Um, and then we yeah we added on to like being it like a streetcar that like is like a moving thing because it was gonna be stationary but we were like nah let's make it move and like go around this route and then we collaborated with uh, Fashion Arts Toronto mm-hmm. to make it like more of a, a thing and to see if they could help us out a bit which they didn't really but. It's okay because they helped us get the You're name. You're semi associated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the end, it was still just our show. So, yeah. And then, and then, yeah, it was just bringing on like our photographer Mitch and Conrad, our DJ, and then like just a few other creative members to help out with like the whole set design process. While Lex and I were like off, just making the pieces. That was our main focus. Mm-hmm. And oh, she wants to go outside. Oh. Yeah. I might have to take her out in a minute. Maya, come here. Come sit. Um. 
And then, yeah, for that show, I did actually make some pieces. Like, I made, like, full tracksuits. Um, but that was just, like, a test as well. Like, that was really us figuring this yeah. out. Like, that show, as much as you think it's sick, I, I think it's trash. Like, yeah. looking back at it. Yo, like, everyone thinks their old stuff is trash. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. usually what it is. But Because all, all you see it for is all the flaws. Like, yeah, just, All exactly. you see is the mistakes. Like, I'm not going to lie. It was a dope show. Like, yeah. we, like, managed to execute it, like, amazingly. I don't know how, to be honest, because it was not rehearsed. It was just, like all on a whim yeah the weather for some reason <laughs> went from hailing that week to being 20 degrees yeah, like we just got that lucky week was bro we got it lucky in many occasions with that show mm-hmm. and so um yeah but it was it was a great experience what would you say is the biggest takeaway or thing that you learned from doing in your words a trash job and yeah. then after going into the future and how to apply those lessons into um i guess learning from what you did and building upon that um yeah well i can just give an example for this show <laughs> i might have to cut and let me just walk around the block that's yeah that's we could we could do cool. a quick pause yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. pause pause we'll be right back right after these sponsors <laughs> no sponsors what do you want brought to you by liam's dog <laughs> yeah <laughs> quit barking at me and we're back we are back we in this we took maya for a nice walk in the park and yeah, now she's, we're she's calm now, now we're chilling um but yeah, uh, I guess the one thing that we like, let's just like uh, recap a little bit about what we were just discussing. Where, um, yeah, kind of like your your origin story, uh, not just with mailroom, but with fashion in general. Yeah. What? Um, yeah, tell, tell us about it. What's, yeah. What's going on? Um, Don't shout out R.H. King. <laughs> Born and raised in Scarborough, you already know. See? <laughs> um, yeah, I did, honestly, um, like like I was saying, I didn't really have a fashion sense or like gave a shit about fashion even until I think like I started college and then that's when I started like caring a little bit because yeah throughout high school I went to a uniform school so that there you go like just that like uh, yeah. I didn't need to have a, a sense of style or whatever in in uh in high school also I just didn't really care or know what I was doing yeah um you were just cooling it yeah I was just cooling it and then yeah. it was yeah it was literally until I got into like college that I was like I was like, oh shit, people try here and like I'm meeting yeah. new people and like and like first impressions matter. So like I should maybe try a little harder as well. And uh yeah, just like put a little bit more effort into my outfits, started coming to school a little bit more stylish, getting like a few compliments from people, which made me feel nice, which like made me wanna like push more into dressing better and like and then yeah, throughout college I just like kinda gained a sense of style. Um, went like thrifting a lot. That's when I kind of like also discovered thrifting, which mm-hmm. is now something that I do every fucking day. Um, it's like food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was literally like food. It's like oh, I discovered it. I got a little taste, and I was like, oh shit, yeah. you can find dope stuff for like really cheap. Yeah. Like, fire, I'm down. Yeah. And then just like kept running that in Scarborough because there's great thrift stores in Scarborough. I feel like thrifting in the burbs is almost like better than thrifting downtown oh, a lot. Hundred percent, dude. I've never found a good thrift spot in Toronto. I mean, in Scarborough. Really? Every thrift spot I found, it's like the only thing they sell is broken lamps. <laughs> like the VP, the VP in Edmonton ones, I yeah, like that one's I, that one's the I. Markham and Lawrence one, fire. Markham and Lawrence, go to that one. Okay, that's the spot. Fire. I always find good shit there, like okay. all the time. Because I end up in the Eglinton, you know the um, Eglinton and whatever the fuck. VP? Uh, no, not VP. A little bit before that, it's like by a five uh, burritos, burrito boys. Okay, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it's trash. It's okay. trash. The Salvation Army, you mean, or the Valley Village? Uh, there's one neither. I, it's like a blue sign. 
Oh, National Thrift? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I Is think that what so. You're talking about? Maybe. Either way, fuck that place. Okay, so. Okay, you said Markham and Lawrence was the. Markham and Lawrence. Okay. Yeah, go to that one. That one's, that one's hard. Um, I always find good stuff there. But yeah, just like. Yeah, you were thrifting. Yeah, thrifting. That's, that's kind of where like, I just realized that like, you can just recycle clothing and it doesn't have to be new. And it's like, some of it can be hype. And like, even if it's not like an actual like hype piece, like it doesn't have like a sick brand to it or whatever, it just like looks cool. Like, if you fuck with it, you fuck with it. Mm-hmm. And the, that's how I've adapted my sense of style these days. It's like I go into thrift stores and I just pick out what I like. I don't like check for brand names or I don't like, bro, most of the time my shit doesn't even fit. Like this shirt <laughs> is an extra large and these pants are like a 34 yeah. and I'm neither of those sizes. And I just like crank a belt on like super tight or I'll get my shit tapered or I'll just taper it myself. I like that sentence that you just said actually it kind of ascends to what you do with Marin where it's, it, um, you said, oh, it's not about the browner. It's not about, um, the status of whatever the clothes is it's yeah. about like it's just, oh it's dope like, shit yeah, yeah like what you like yeah, yeah that's really all that matters like you don't because in the end of the day like if i'm wearing if this shirt is balmain yeah who's gonna know me sick yeah like <laughs> like <laughs> the tags in the back no one's yeah gonna peek no one's gonna peek in the back yeah. like it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if your shirt's 500 dollars or five dollars as long as you can just like feel comfortable in it and be confident in it i think that's what matters the most mm-hmm. and that's like how i feel about my own style if i'm not comfortable in what I'm wearing even if my pants are three times the size of what I usually wear as long as I'm not comfy then like, I'm not gonna wear it mm-hmm. but you was know. that would that be something that because you're definitely in the fashion aspect of or the fashion hustle at least mm-hmm. um would that be something that you definitely say to young and upcoming <clears throat> people who are trying to become designers oh, or yeah. something in that um field uh it's it's about how you put it together yeah and w- what else would you if you could if you had a crowd of the cats trying to come up and be fashion designers is yeah. there anything particular that you'd want to say to them that you've learned on your way that you didn't know in the beginning um that's a lot that's a that was that's a big a, ass a big long ass essay and and why justify your answer yeah yeah for the beginning though like if there's anything that i would say to like up and coming designers or people that want to become designers one just do it because mm. there's so many people that are like yo i'm about to start my brand Yo, I have all these ideas for a brand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah, I hear yeah, this on, yeah, the, yeah, on like yeah. a daily, <laughs> weekly basis, and they're like, uh, and I'm like, okay, like, do it. Yeah, wow. like, it's just, yeah. why haven't you just done it? Yeah. Like, that's literally it. Like, there's nothing stopping you yeah. from doing it than just you. Like, I have this vision of pants. Yeah, it's give like, me three years. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, when people are like, yo, just wait, I'm up and coming, and <laughs> yeah. I'm like. I, why should I be waiting? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. show me right now or show me tomorrow. Like, yeah. Like, just do shit. Like, don't just tell me that you're on the come up when you haven't done anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and you need to just have that drive. Um, where does... Sorry to go... Just to go on a little tangent. Yeah, but like, yeah. for you, like, where does that drive come from? Like, what is it mm. about... Uh, like what? What's that? You know that? You know that fire yeah. in your stomach? You know what yeah. I'm talking about? When yeah, you're like, yeah. I gotta make this happen. Like, yeah, yeah. what's your why? Like, where does that come from? A lot of the time, um, just people that hit me up. Like, yeah. a lot of the time, it's just like friends or strangers even that are just like hey i want this so like it'll be just be me making stuff for other people is like kind of like when i get the most like just like driven to like make stuff is like when people are needing it when people request it because i always want to like fulfill that order Uh right uh like make that person happy get them what they want like for when they need it because it's usually for like an occasion too Mm -hmm. that people like oh i have this like event on friday i want to wear like a chain like this but i don't have it could you make it and i'm like sure um, you're a gift giver man you get satisfied by giving people gifts yeah, yeah no for real though it's it's a great feeling and then but like I don't, other than that like 
I don't know. I just like have so random drives. Like it's oh, never like okay. it's never like specific. Like it's never like I want to make Tuesday my day to like just create like or I don't know. It's just like yeah. I'll literally be sitting on the couch, just like bored, or just like on my phone, and I'll be like, no, what? I just like I have this idea right now, and I'll just go test it. If it works, then it usually just like runs off to be like me spending three four hours at my desk just like mm-hmm. experimenting and like putting shit together and making new pieces like you're so far into it that it's part of your life yeah it's yeah. like a, it's it's like a subconscious is, thing yeah. every day that it's like there's this yeah. really like sick quote that ethan nugent actually put me on to ethan nugent of lphs shout out lphs shout out lphs but um yeah it's like it's a it's a lifestyle not a habit and that's actually a choker quote yeah, yeah. like you know the artist choker. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Sick, it's yeah. a lifestyle not a habit and, like that's yeah. really what it sounds like to me right yeah whether it's like you're thrifting or your process of coming up with new pieces it's yeah. like it's just how you live at this point really right? yeah because even with thrifting i wouldn't even say that's a habit like it is something that i do almost on a daily basis so like people could see it as a habit but a lot of the time i'm not even like thrifting for me even per se yeah like, i'm yeah. thrifting for pieces to like rework to like maybe put into a collection or like thrifting stuff for like friends that i know like would fuck with it like that's why i always just post random shit on my story that i when i'm thrifting because then most people are like yo give me this bag <laughs> like how much is this bag like i'll buy it off you yeah, like, yeah. you don't even buy it off me just like yeah. buy Go it for the, the price that it is yeah, like yeah. I, i'll just pick it up for you like it's it's yeah it's not even like i'm going there every day to find shit for me like that's then i have a lot of fucking clothes yeah. and i don't need a lot of fucking clothes because <laughs> i already have a lot of clothes yeah but yeah i don't know um back to your question back to, yeah what was the, the rest so of the rest of so back to yasin's question <laughs> yeah. which was, it was like, a long question bro. essentially like if you're points. like for all the people who are like coming up right now right yeah, like yeah. you're trying to get into the fashion game yeah. fashion is what inspires them fashion is what moves them yeah yeah but like practically like actually executing is very different from being inspired by something right it's true so like what what kind of knowledge would you drop on them about like how to like really like and i guess what like what you were going at was like just do it yeah just do it is like the main thing because honestly i'm not even that knowledgeable Mm -hmm. when it comes to this like you were even you were even saying how uh oh fuck i'm like blanking on what you were saying but oh you just said uh just do it oh yeah you were saying how Fuck! <laughs> like, oh, with the runway. Okay, I remember what okay, you were yeah. saying. Go on. Okay, with the runway, you said, oh, we didn't even have any prior experience. We just went out and did it. Yeah. We didn't, like, have all the. F- we didn't fully um, know You didn't have a lot of rehearsals. Going. You didn't yeah, have a lot yeah. of. You just we went for it. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like, you took the chance. Like, you took like, the risk. We made it look professional, which is the craziest shit because none of us are professionals mm-hmm. but we somehow made it look like to the extent that we yeah. that we did but like yeah like Conrad's a DJ and has been DJing for like a couple of years but like is no way has ever done like a show on a moving in, vehicle on, yeah and that and also like involving sound design in it to like make like this like when you get on like we had like no, like sounds that we recorded that were like welcome to the rolling runway like we made it like a professional thing it's yeah. like the little details like that and like yeah just from all of our ends like none of us are professionals we're all just like kids figuring it out and then we kind of figured it out for this show and then just took a risk and like that's the biggest thing too Mm -hmm. is just like taking the risk like just doing it taking the risk they kind of fall in the same sort of like thing but just like if you don't take the risk to just do it then you're not going to do it you're not going to know if it's going to succeed or if it's going to fail if it fails and fuck it try again do something else like Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I'm really not the best person to, like, I feel like ask, like, what advice would you give? Because I yeah. barely even know at this point. Like, yeah. I'm just you, doing... You can't put it to words, you, but you know, you feel it. You, yeah. You just trust your gut. 
Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. It sounds like, like you almost have like a just fuck it attitude where it's like I do. Just like, I, like 100% too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like no doubt of a lie, like 100%. Yeah, yeah. Um I just yeah, like for the most part it's, it's just something that I'm thinking about on like a daily basis, not even like consciously but subconsciously. Yeah. Um and just it just like when it comes around like to like want to create, I'll just do it. Like I'll just be like fuck it, let's go. Currently, do you have any endeavors in your mind um in the very near future where you're like, "All right, this is the this is the, I don't know how it's going to end. I don't know if we're going to succeed or fail. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. This is the risk that we're going to take right now mm-hmm. moving forward, whether it's the next few weeks or next few months. Yeah, that's mainly like Rolling Runway 2. Rolling Runway. So you're going to do a part two. Yeah, 100%. It was actually announced a while ago. We announced it that we were doing a part two. And the date was supposed to be at the end of May. But due to issues and complications from the TTC, which we've already explained as well on social media, because everyone keeps asking, like, where's the show? Um, we are just dealing with working with people. Working with you're working with people. It's not even us though. That's the thing. Yeah, like, yeah. We're ready. Like my bad. Um, we're like yeah, we're chilling. Like we, Lex and I have been working on the pieces forever. We have the set design ready. We engineered sound design. Like we're like we're basically good to go. Mm-hmm. It's just like getting approval from the TTC. Approval from the TTC yeah. to just get them to give us the go-ahead mm-hmm. for us to just pay them yeah then we've got it locked and then we hop on the streetcar set it up do the show take it down so right now what you're saying is you you literally have everything all your side of all the pieces of the puzzle the are there of, except for the one main one which is the, <laughs> the actual that's yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's like, rough that's like that that's middle rough. piece yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> those like middle five yeah yeah those yeah. are there so but. like honestly like let's just get together build a streetcar toss it on there yeah. like build it. your own streetcar right but again this Shit. this even sounds like a lesson that's on your way on your whatever path to becoming bigger and bigger mm-hmm. just another lesson to learn about like how to deal with um positions where this not opportunity's kind of closed off and you gotta like figure it out on the way yeah bro not everything works out it's a plan like not everything works out the way you expect it to because mm-hmm. like our expectations going into this oh hold up i need to i need to renew my session for my parking parking yeah. it's cool we have we have another sponsor <laughs> Shout out to brought green to you P. by green pea here i just brought I, to you by parking in toronto mailroom no, it's, it's, it's late. It's late. I just did it. Hold on. Yeah, we just did it. We're good. We got another hour. Sick. Okay. Um, not trying to get a ticket. But no, not everything works out. Like, yeah. we were so confident in this show last year. And, like, well, we weren't really confident. But, like, we did it, um, like, pretty easily. Like, we set up everything, like, without, like, an issue with the TDC. We, like, ran the show. There was no hazards. There was no, like, issues on board. Like, everybody was smooth. safe. It was very smooth. Like I said, it was like we got super lucky last year, mm-hmm. and then this year comes around, and it's like everything that went smoothly last year is just the exact opposite this year. It's like mm-hmm. nothing is going our way. It's like everything, like yeah, we were like given like a gift from God for fuck's <laughs> yeah. sake. Like it was just like we'll let you have this one chance and like to like surprise and like amaze like yeah. Toronto scene, whatever. And then this year they're like, yeah, but we're gonna make it a lot harder this year for you. Yeah. And, like, this is, like, the real push for us to, like, see also just the mental capacity of our team and if we're, like, really down for wanting to do our, this show. Like, if we're all super committed as we were last year. Mm-hmm. Even though last year was just, like, a walk in the park. This year it's, like, walking through a tornado. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, A little extreme, but... Yeah, yeah. But my whole team is still just as much about it 
mm-hmm. as they were last year when we had like no issues than going through all these issues that we have this year. Mm-hmm. So that's the, that's also a really important thing, I think, when like just working creatively and especially with a brand, if you're working with a partner, just to have a strong, stable team that's like mm-hmm. always down. You know what I mean? Like even through the hard parts, like because not everything's going to be easy. It's just to always like have that support going through it. You know? uh, do you feel like, like, oh, sorry, man. I'm going to take it. Go for it. Go for so, it. I don't know this number. <laughs> Tell them to uh, fuck off. Anyways. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hello. Uh, fuck off. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like, just like practically, like how do you like curate a team like that? Like for oh, people who are trying to. Ask the same question. Yeah, like, like, like for people who are trying to build that. Do you feel like it's just like real recognizes real? Yeah. Like, Because you, like, you naturally yeah. found um, or developed your relationship with Lex. Yeah. Just um, from meeting him and yeah. us just having like similarities yeah. about both being into fashion and both being super extra all the time and <laughs> and then just overall it's just uh, the way we just our connection our relationship is just very similar to like we're both very similar beings um, and the rest of my team is just like been homies like Conrad has been my friend um, for like just as long as Lex has if not longer I think um and then like but I just like his work ethic I just like who he is as a person and it's the same goes for Mitch he's Mitch is super responsible all the time who's like our photographer fuck Dex mm-hmm. um, or Dex IRL sorry Dex is dope yeah Dex um, and then just, yeah everybody on the team Quazy like it, Rachel like all of our team members are all just like friends homies mm-hmm. like I like we didn't I wasn't like in a fucking casting where I was like I'm casting yeah. team yeah, members yeah. it's just like yeah it's just, it just came together like you guys are a team yeah you know what I mean yeah. like you guys are already a strong team like, and we met we didn't even cast each other before. yeah that was like the you most just homies freaking, yeah, yeah, organic, yeah this, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. all organic probably like this yeah. is just like an idea that they it started on a phone huh they started on a phone exactly yeah. you gotta start small yeah. and grow big this yeah. is dope Next, you might have a videographer. Like, if you know a sick videographer, I mean, you already. I don't know. Video. I don't know anyone. I don't know. Rayo's kind of trash. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. <laughs> um, Not nah, just kidding. Just, shout no, out, fuck Rayo. I love him. <laughs> we're but also, fuck this guy. Yeah. Yeah. But we're married. But, yeah. but so, oh, um, you were saying about. <laughs> you were saying, um, so the relationships that you develop came natural, but before you met those relationships, well, you had them on the back burner. Mm hmm. But before they fully developed into uh, the working relationships that it were mm-hmm. that it was, mm-hmm. um, it kind of sounds like you before you um, approached it as bringing someone on, mm-hmm. you were just working on your own, yeah, and yeah. building yourself to have that to have a good work ethic in yourself, yeah, and then naturally people who uh, resonate or who have a similar vibe they come along on the way. Yeah, exactly, and like. Um, we'll just keep using Rolling Runway as an example because we're talking about it. But that started with just me and Lex meeting up with Quasi, um, who's the guy that like gave us the idea, and he's a lot of like the behind the scenes sort of mm-hmm. just planning um, and like yeah the relationships with like the connections and stuff. Um, he he just came to Lex and I with the idea, right? Like mm-hmm. he's like, this is the idea I want to do. So me and Lex, I met up with them, and then we started talking. And then it wasn't until like we got through planning of like the route and like the idea for the show and the models that I then like talked to Mitch and I was like, well, I just like realized I was like, I we need more than just Lex, myself, and Quasi. Mm-hmm. Like we need like a bigger team. And I was like a photographer, yeah. So I hit up Mitch instantly because he's like my go-to and like my number one boy. And then like. 
or like when you're a sound person it's just like it all just like kind of came together the more i thought about it yeah. right but it all makes sense and it's yeah. all like we've all worked so well together that it's just yeah it's like also one of the lucky things about this entire show is just the fact that we've had such like a good strong team mm -hmm. and we're still going just as strong yeah so so runway my opinion was dope you had a couple other runways on its way. We're not going to speak about some of them. No. But one of my favorite ones that you guys did recently was with LPHS. Yeah. That was dope. Yeah. Let, let's Ethan. hear a little bit about how you got in touch with Ethan Nigjuin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ethan is uh, Ethan's a great creative individual. Um, that's like a really good like working team is like him. Like he knows his... Just lie down. <laughs> Calm down. He just like he knows what he's doing mm -hmm. he's got like the most drive i've seen in like a young person and just he's super like uh resourceful too which like really helps with what he's doing um and so he came up to me just asked if i was down to do this with this whole concept of just doing a bunch of runways showcasing mm -hmm. his his brand and then uh yeah i think he's also just very good at choosing the people that he fucks with mm -hmm. and wants to work with and i just happen to be one of those people which is a great experience for the both of us to like yeah to do that show together so mm -hmm. shout out you guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's been like even from the um the first event which unfortunately i couldn't i couldn't be here for mm -hmm. um but um like just seeing lphs has been going on for a long time like ethan has been running it since high school yeah but like realistically seeing that happen from like the first event to what i know is coming at the end of June, yeah, uh, I, I don't know if it's announced yet, but either way, this is dropping after it's, it's yeah, been yeah, announced. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, so like the event that's coming at the end of June now, I think June twenty second, like the growth is like exponential. Yeah, it's like them. It's it's crazy. It's wild what they're doing. Yeah, bro. I remember yeah. when he came up to me. This is before I even like knew Ethan. We're yeah, just, yeah. We can just talk about Ethan because he's cute. Um, <laughs> this was like before I even knew him. Basically, yeah. I just knew him through like affiliation. He like messaged me. I was like, yo, I want to meet with you because, like, I fuck with your brand. Like, I want to ask you some questions. And, like, he kind of came to me with the same questions you guys are asking now about, like, how to, like, go forward and how to, like, move forward in a yeah. brand. Because he, like, had his brand, started with, like, his hoodies and stuff. But, yeah. like, it was, this was after rolling. So he wanted to know, like, in terms of, like, runways, how to kind of get started. Mm -hmm. And, like, and in what ways I can help. And, like, we sat in, like, the food court at Eaton Center and, yeah. like, talked shit for, like, half an hour and he was showing yeah. me some new designs and he wanted me to like collaborate on them and then he had this whole different idea for like a, a, a runway on a beach i don't know like it was some next but like it was it was super cool just to like see his mind and see him like grow from that to like the shows he's doing now and like what <laughs> and um yeah it's just, it's just funny that he came to me like before I all think she these just shows needs some attention she does i know i think that's what it is come here Come here. Alright, okay. I guess not. But yeah, so so he came to you before the shows and before he was all like, Yo, this was like a, this was like a year ago. This is before like this this whole year of his yeah, like, yeah. his new idea of shows has been a thing. This was yeah. literally before I even knew him before he did the first show. Yeah. This was just like our, our one of our first like actual like formal meetings and sit downs <laughs> to like get to know each other, I guess. And just for him to pick my brain was mainly his like reasoning because mm -hmm. I'm like older than him so he thought like i had experience when like really i don't have that much more experience like it was just, it was a coexistence yeah it was just that run it was just rolling runway that got attention from a lot of people so yeah yeah so was rolling runway your first like big big project that you took on mm -hmm. yeah. yeah kind of because what's wrong 
Sorry, I just no, don't cool. want her to continue barking while we're doing this. That's cool. You were so calm. Like if Maya wants a hug, I'm I give free hugs. Come here. I don't know what you want, to be honest. <laughs> Money. Just lie down. Bitches, man. <laughs> Bitches. Okay, so, uh, kind of sidestep in a little bit. Yeah. Um, me, Ethan, we're like photographers, videographers, so we understand mm. kind of like the photography hustle where it's, um, you shoot some models, you develop some stuff, you put together some lookbooks, yeah. whatever, 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 you put build your portfolio that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, me, I'm fashion's kind of foreign to me. Mm-hmm. The land from what everything I've learned from you, it's kind of the fashion hustle is um, put together garments, put together pieces, sell them, um, sell like whatever those pieces are, put together a collection, mm-hmm. put together a runway. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else I'm missing in the beginning kind of stages? Because I'm also interested to hear like. What kind of fashion endeavors that you haven't done already that you're interested in doing going forward? Yeah. Um, like so far you have the you you have sell selling. Yeah, yeah. You you've done a couple runways. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know. I'm just kind of going along with you're it. You're going with it. I'm going with what feels right and what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And like if a run is what I want to do, then I'm just gonna execute it. Um, mm-hmm. If it's just like making a bunch of pieces and selling it in like different stores is what I want to do, then I'm just gonna do that. If I just want to do a pop-up, then I'm going to do a pop-up. Like, it's it's really not, like, too much to think in depth about. And then, I don't know, for the future, I guess just, like, branching outwards of Toronto. Because mm-hmm. I'm super, like, comfortable in Toronto right now. And I'm, yeah. su- like, but that's where, like, the majority of my clients are. And the majority mm-hmm. of, like, the people that know me and know my brand are very Toronto-based. So it makes sense. But, yeah, like, I need to not be so comfortable here, I yeah. think, like moving forward in the next year, just because I'm, I'm going to get stuck here and I'm just going to like only rely on the people in Toronto to help me yeah. grow, which like as much as Toronto is great for like putting people on in a sense, like here and there, it's, n- it's I don't not think the it's only enough. place on earth. I don't think it's enough is yeah. what I think. And like, not just that, like if you stay with what's been working in the past, you're bound to die. Like, yeah. it's like you have to keep pushing otherwise. Yeah, it's like, yeah. You can't just stay in one place because you're comfortable yeah. there. Like, yeah. you gotta, you gotta take that risk. Like yeah. we just said, like, you just gotta move forward a little bit. Like, push outside the boundaries and experience new things, taste new things, or whatever the hell, right? If you could choose any city that <coughs> is gonna be your next, I guess, heist mission, mm-hmm. place of attack, what city would you go towards? Um, in terms of, like, best for in terms of want yeah i would say in terms of like yeah for want and like just best in terms of like a marketing strategy where i think a lot of my stuff would do well and just like me as a person would like kind of flourish would probably be la Mm -hmm. um because i know a lot of the shit that i do is like that's the second place that's noticed a lot from my brand like i'll have people Mm -hmm. from la hit me up it just be like, oh, I saw, because I have friends that are also in LA that wear my shit all the time. Yeah. yeah. So they'll be like, oh, I met your friend who wears this, wants one, like ship it to LA. So definitely, yeah, definitely probably LA, I think. If I'm staying within Canada, Vancouver, because mm. um, they have like a big crowd for what I do as well um, out there. And like I've shipped a bunch of stuff to Vancouver. Um, but yeah, if I'm going to the States, LA. I'm going international, Korea, 100%. Oh, that's interesting that you say why, that. Uh, why Korea? Because Korea loves it. fucking K-pop earrings. That's why. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. 
<laughs> so what are what are K-pop earrings? Like, Drop some knowledge on me. Dro- like hanging, dangly shit. Yeah, dangly yeah, yeah. The ones with the cross. Yeah. And oh, then there's chain okay, behind okay, it. Okay. Or the ones that like go up and attach yeah, up here. Yeah. Yeah. All that stuff. I mean, I can like make all those so easily, and yeah. they're like they're fun to make. Yeah. Um, and I wear like the majority of them too. But yeah, they like every. I was in Korea for a couple weeks, and I swapped like earrings like every other day, and someone at least somebody with like not knowing english would try to like tell Ask me that you. they liked my ear oh okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah so i was like fuck <laughs> gotta, <laughs> I was like, gotta open up a korea location yeah i was yeah. trying to do a pop about there but i don't know i can't see korean so i so I like honestly like the biggest thing that like i'm taking away is that like it seems like everything's like mad organic like it's just like you so you feel like doing so you're doing it yeah how do you stay aligned with yourself and like like you understand what i'm saying right yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's, like practically yourself, like man? like just in a very like practical sense right a lot of people face like resistance yeah. towards like like they may have it like exactly what we just talked about where yeah. it's like people have these ideas and they'll talk about it and they'll talk about it and they'll talk about it right yeah. but like actually executing it requires you to be like very like like i feel like the reason that you're able to have this like just fuck it just do it attitude is because like you know that it's what you really want yeah how do you stay in touch with that like with like with knowing what you really want um or do you not? Is it just like, that's just who I am? Yeah, it's kind of like, for the most part, it's kind of just who I am. Yeah. But it's also like a balance between like, uh, I think the work side of me and like the business side of me and then just like me as a person. Did you so, say the worst side of me? Is that what you said? No, work. The work, work side of you. The work okay. side the of work me. The work ethic. Yeah. Yeah. Like okay. Okay. the hustle. Yeah. And then just like, the just whatever the other one is, it's just calm. Just like me. Yeah. 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 So like, I don't know. I'm not like always... Like, my mind isn't always set on, like, mailroom or, like, business or, like, yeah. money or, like, what's next. It's just, like, a lot of the time, I'm actually the opposite and I'm just, like, chilling. Yeah. And just, like, focusing on what like, I want to do personally for myself. And if that's just, like, going out and buying groceries, like, that's what <laughs> that is. Like, to, to, like, mix the two between not just always, like, working myself on mailroom um and then not just being too chill all the time you know what I yeah mean? not just yeah. sitting at home and playing video games eight hours a day um but then not also just not working creatively eight hours a day because i find if you overwork creatively sometimes you don't put out the product you want mm-hmm. and there's been times where like <clears throat> i just needed like i felt like i just needed to get a bunch of shit done so i've just like made 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 stuff and then i just didn't see the results i wanted from like people trying to buy my products or people interested in it they just weren't because it wasn't like true to like who I was it was just like me making stuff because I felt like I needed to make stuff mm-hmm. yeah so I think that's like the main thing is trial and error is kind of what you're saying like yeah. just keep trying shit seeing what works for you seeing what doesn't work for mm-hmm. you 100% yeah. and then just yeah just learning that balance between like like your yeah your your like your work self and then just like your mental self like it's you, you can't just constantly be on one or the other like you need to take time for yourself as much as you need to put time into what you really want to do yeah you know yeah so it's the yeah. ever flow yeah. and the balance. Yeah, I, spend I, like a lot, I spend a lot of time with friends when I'm just like. Where do you find your biggest source of inspiration? I guess when you're not in that work ethic or mentality, what do you? Well, you you just said friends, so yeah, I guess, like, I'm I'm gonna say that though. Yeah. Friends, 100. percent Like that's where I spend the most amount mm-hmm. of my time if I'm not like focusing on my work, is my friends and my friends love to push me, which is what I love too. Like my friends will always be like, "This is sick. Can you make this?" Like, we'll send me stuff. <laughs> Or, like, if they don't see that I'm being creative, like, they'll be like, hey, like, what's going on? Like, I haven't seen you been, like, active, which is, like, weird sometimes, too, because it's like, why are you checking on me yeah, so yeah, much? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why do you care about yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but they're like, I haven't seen anything from Mailroom recently. Like, are you working on new stuff? Like, and then that just like clicks the light in my head to be like, fuck yeah, like, yeah, they're right. Like, I should work yeah, on some stuff. Yeah, that's good to have that good uh, circle of people around mm-hmm. to um, bring you up and you bring them up, and it's yeah. Again, cool you want to keep people around you that like, keep you inspired. Mm-hmm. Working that's with, like the biggest thing. Yeah. yeah, not even just working with people, being around people and choosing the people you want to be around. Yeah, because there's a lot of great people. There's a lot of dope people out there, and I'm. I know a bunch of people that are like super cool that I hang with on like a majority, like a regular basis or like I'm affiliate with, but a lot of the people that I'm like maybe chilling with, I honestly don't find to be like the most inspiring. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're a great person. Like you're fun to be around, but like you're not driving me creatively to be like where I want to be or to help me to get where mm-hmm. I want to be. Like you're just like good entertainment, yeah. like good vibes, which is like great. nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. It's just, yeah. Like the people that I keep close to me are the ones that inspire me. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that at no. all. Yeah. It's you, whatever, when you know yourself yeah. and you know exactly what you want to do and where you want to be, mm-hmm. then naturally you want to um, keep around you, not only people, but the things that you do to help you get towards, who, um, I guess, the path that you know you yeah. need to be. Yeah. Whatever sure. definition that is. Yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> no, I agree with you. It's exactly what it is. 100, 100. So like... Moving forward, it's just like staying on the same path of figuring out what it is you're feeling in that moment, making that repeat. Yeah, basically. that's how I see it right now. Like, yeah. there's like down the road, there's probably like a lot more logistics to it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm gonna need like a manager or something. I don't know. Or like, do you see do you like, see mailroom growing to like Louis Vuitton like size like type stuff, or is it just no. like no? It's just like no, not just that. Like, you, like I don't think it. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it could. I just yeah. wouldn't want to. Yeah, just yeah. where you are right now. You yeah, know no, I just think that's like too much to like handle. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to do it all by myself, obviously, but that would just be like too overwhelming for me. Like I don't yeah. also want to have that status where I'm like this high up luxury brand, yeah, like, super yeah. posh. Like I don't know. It's just that's not. Do you for feel me. like being up there? There's kind of like an expectation to in the public eye. There's an expectation, and that's just like. Yeah. Why, why do you want to? Yeah, yeah. Why do you no, want to have that? The expectation for Louis Vuitton is just like everything's got to be like perfect. Yeah. Like pristine, expensive. Yeah. Like it. That that's like a super. That's like a certain type of clientele. Mm-hmm. And my clientele right now is nothing nowhere like that. And I'm totally cool with that because all those like the thing that I have in common with my clientele is like they're basically like me. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't spend a grand on a bracelet, and neither with my clients. So yeah. like that's why I'm making it for. 30 bucks or 20 bucks whatever the fuck it is right yeah, it's like, yeah I would pay like as much as like the next person for my stuff you know what I mean mm-hmm. like I'm not gonna charge somebody more than what I would pay mm-hmm. yeah you're you're in it for just it's it's just what you would do yeah, yeah. and that's kind of how I see my brand like just being very just like authentic as it is like going forward like I just I, I want to cater to the people yeah and I want to cater to like the majority too like all the people, because we're all like in the same kind of like struggle yeah. and also just like hustle in life. We're, we're just like kids figuring it out and like we're, none of us have a whole lot of money. Yeah. But all of us want to look fly. Yeah. Like, Ethan's a secret billionaire, actually. Oh, fuck. Secret, secret. He's Gotham. Shut, Shut damn. Yeah, yeah, I won't tell that to yeah. anybody. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just cut yeah. that out. Yeah. <laughs> but exactly what you're saying, where it's, we're we're doing what we love. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, and exactly. We're not working for a living, bro. We're we're living for a living. Mm. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, for mailroom, I just kind of see it going until <laughs> until it stops, kind of thing. But never like, never not being true to myself. Yeah.
Isn't that right? Amen. <laughs> she agrees. Shit. And I think that that's a... Is that a good place to end it? What, what uh, time one right? one lasting question. Go for it. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Because she's Which getting is kind anxious. Of, she's getting antsy. Kind of um, stepping a little bit more outside of the fashion and just... I'm interested to hear everything that you've done um, when you started Mailroom and where you are right now. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any at least big takeaway? Because doing Mailroom, that's that's life-changing, bro. That definitely has an impact on your life. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm interested like to hear, like... Creating my own brand. Exactly. Like doing it... Oh, she's getting real antsy. You want to fight, dog? <laughs> oh, she wants to fight. <laughs> you want to fight? Yeah. Like, it's so cute. I know, but she's a little crazy um but yeah last last question would be um what's the i guess biggest thing you learned about yourself and yeah just as a as a human on earth what's the biggest thing that mailroom has taught you <clears throat> that um yeah honestly that just, fuck i don't know like i wasn't really that creative as a kid growing up yeah so like this is kind of like my outlet now to seeing that like I can just do shit on my own and that like um that like yeah you don't I don't know it's hard it's hard to explain what I'm trying to get at is it kind of like you see that like like it, it was for your own independence like yeah you, like you have like yeah because like, I didn't really know what I was doing to be honest yeah and yeah. like this is something that like it seems to be working and like it makes me happy and like I just want like everyone to kind of experience that like if there's something that drives you every day to do it, then, like, I would just fucking do it. Even if it's, like, a weird-ass thing. Like, even if it's, like, collecting stones. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Collecting stones. Yeah, like, collecting stamps, rocks. Stones. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. Some Maybe one day you'll find a diamond. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, that diamond will make you rich. Or, I don't know. Or it'll be, like, the last diamond on Earth. And then yeah. you'll be discovered for being, like, a, I don't know, bro. Yeah. Like, it's, it's hard to explain, like, the way I feel about, like, creating my brand and where it's got me now. Because... If you were to ask me like three years ago if I would be in this place where I am now, I would say no fucking clue. Because like literally three years ago, I didn't even know anything about jewelry making or like where to start or even giving it a second thought about something that I wanted to do. Mm. So like how my brand is and just like how I am, it's all very very organic, but I'm just like super thankful for like where I've gotten and like the opportunities this brand has like taken me just because like I would have... Yeah, like a lot of the who I am now and like the things that I've done and things I've seen, it would just all happen through like that name, just mm-hmm. mailroom, which is crazy. That's so, dope. Yeah. I think that's a beautiful place. That's fantastic. Too. Thank you. Thank you for your time, man. It's yeah, been no it's been a fun time. No worries. Maya liked this too. <laughs> <laughs> see you later, Maya. And we'll see you next week. We out. Easy.